everybody, it's Michael Martin. Thank you for being here. So, you know, I did get a really good email from somebody and said, uh, you know, how come you just really talked about like all the losers and all the other crap you had to go through? Like that, you know, aside, beside having to relive all this stuff, you know, you really didn't talk too much about your winners. And, you know, I that was a conscious thought. First of all, that's a good question and it's a fair question. Uh, and it was something I thought about a long time ago. I talked to, you know, the folks about it, like Victor Sperandio and Bill Dunn and, of course, Ed and Michael Marcus and, you know, and got their feedback, processed a lot of it. And the one thing I said to all of them was this. I said, the only thing that I really have in common with all of you and, you know, Helmut Weimar, who I also talked to about it, was that we've all lost money how you make money and the degree to which you do that really comes down to function of style, risk management, what, like what is the percentage of your capital that you risk per trade, and then, then of course, leverage, right? So you might have someone who has a very similar trading style to somebody else, but one guy might have five times the returns. He also might have a greater drawdown, and obviously that comes down to leverage, or it could. And so I just thought to myself, and I was talking with the guy, the executive editor over at FT Press, who published the book, and said, you know, there's a million how-to books. And I kept thinking to myself, like, man, either people are really stupid or the books are garbage, right? Because if you had one really good how-to book, then what the hell do we need 75 new how-to books every year? You know what I mean? Because the nuances are not that special to warrant whole new books. And then everything started to get priced like textbooks. So you see a new book and they price it at 120 bucks. And I'm like, I'm not buying a $120 book. Not not 10 years ago and not now. Uh, unless, of course, it's a collector's item. That's a different story, though. And I said, you know, if I look at the fact that the one thing I have in common with, you know, the generation before me and even older, you know, we've had to all morph to kind of keep pace with the markets one and two we've all lost money and we can bond over like man i made this mistake or i thought this was going to happen and this is what the market did and da 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 as opposed to bonding and gloating of all the wins two you've probably heard the expression because i certainly didn't invent it and you've probably heard it elsewhere is that you kind of learn more from your mistakes and my goal was to kind of teach a lot of the things that I had to go through on the emotional side, not the how-to stuff. There's, you know, we got courses for that. But the, the thing that you can learn from is like, man, is what was it that I was thinking when I got into the thing? And then what happened as a result from losing the money? Like, what did I do to reshape and reculture the pearl, if you will? Because I guess the whole process is like culturing a pearl. So it's not really reshaping or reculturing because it's all kind of part of that ongoing process, right? So when you're culturing your own pearl, I just felt like it would be a lot easier if you, just like with this show, the podcast, if you hear from me and we talk about, you know, things that we have in common so that, you know, being that we do these things largely by ourselves, you don't feel so alone in everything. You're like, ah, at least there's somebody out there talking about the stuff that I'm going through or I've gone through or I had to go through or that I've had to emerge from. I could make millions for sure if I sold just the how-to courses. I'm sure if I wanted to set up some kind of a screening thing and partner up with the various, you know, Bloomberg or CQG, I could do all that. That's easy to do at my level, no problem. But I don't know that it serves the community in the way that I want to do it. And I'm sitting at the head of the table, so I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. You know, I don't want to be selling 
fucking Tom DeMarc indicators. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what I do. And two, you know, if you have a formula for Coke, why, why would you give it to everybody else to replicate, you know? So it's a different type of help, you know, and if more power to the folks that are doing it. But this is the way that I want to do it. This is an, a way that's, you know, I think helps anybody of any shape and size, any amount of assets under management, and any trading style. You see, this is promiscuous when it comes to trading style. So, and then too, I get the feedback from folks because then they share their stories and then I still get to learn because I don't care about how you trade broken wing strategies. I can talk to Tony Saliba about that or, or Sean McLaughlin, right? Buddies of mine. So at the end of the day, the how-to part doesn't really resonate with me as much as learning the why and the setup and what we were thinking, you know, the psychology part. Because it's the psychology that ultimately moves the markets too, right? It's the psychology that sets up the cup and handle pattern, not the other way around. So anyway, those are my thoughts on it. I appreciate the question. If you have something that you want to reach out on, you can contact me through the website. And then two, if you haven't already gotten a copy of the audiobook version of The Inner Voice of Trading, you can get it for free at Martin Chronicle. That's also probably worth about 30 bucks. I'm giving it away because I can. And I appreciate you being here, and I'll see you tomorrow.